The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the days were completed for their purification according to the law of Moses, Mary and Joseph took Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord, and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, He took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in sight of all the peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory for your people, Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted. And you yourself a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage, and then as a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day with fasting and prayer. And coming forward at that very time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. As I said at the 5 o'clock Mass last night, Father Ray is not in trouble, he's not in a timeout or anything like that. He's actually the one who uh, brought up the idea of asking me to to preach all the Masses this weekend as we uh, initiate our Dynamic Parish program. And today we celebrate the feast of the presentation of the child Jesus in the temple, the gospel we just heard. This is precisely 40 days after the celebration of the birth of Jesus. The Old Testament prescribed that every newborn male would be consecrated to the Lord. So Mary and Joseph, always obedient to the Lord, present Jesus in the temple. And there they encounter Simeon, who prophesies that Jesus will be a light, a light of revelation to the Gentiles and glory for the people of Israel. And we hear about Anna, the prophet, the prophetess. She 
As a woman of prayer, in tune with the Spirit, recognizes Jesus as the Messiah. Over the centuries, this feast also came to be known as Candlemas. One of the traditions on this day is for people to bring candles to Mass, to have them blessed, and then to be brought back home. And as I pondered this tradition, it really seemed to fit perfectly with our dynamic parish initiative, which we launch today. I thought, you know, instead of bringing candles to Mass to have them blessed, I am asking you to be that candle. Simeon tells us that Jesus is the light of revelation. Light. It's a very important symbol in Scripture. Light, fire, warmth. All of these symbolize the presence of God. And all of these are represented by a candle. And this is our call as Christians, to be the light of Christ, to spread the fire of his love, to bring the warmth of his mercy to those who are in need. And that is what being a dynamic parish is all about. As I was approached to discern whether or not we wanted to be a pilot parish for this dynamic parish program, it seemed like an easy decision. We are one of about 60 parishes in the country that are piloting this program. We're going to benefit from receiving wonderful resources free of charge from Dynamic Catholic over the next five years. Dynamic Catholic is an organization that was begun by Matthew Kelly. Many of you have read his books. We've given out his books before. He's a best-selling author, a man who has done a wonderful job at spreading the faith throughout the country. And Dynamic Catholic's mission is to re-energize the Catholic Church in America by developing world-class resources that inspire people to discover the genius of our faith, the genius of Catholicism. And so over the next five years, we're going to receive very good Catholic books that are going to help us to grow in our faith. We'll be able to have book discussions. A couple times a year, we'll be able to participate in their daily email programs, particularly during Lent and Advent leading up to Easter and Christmas. We are already using a couple of their sacramental programs. We're using the BLESS program to prepare our children for First Communion the Decision Point program for confirmation, but we'll also be receiving other wonderful sacramental resources, their baptismal preparation program, marriage preparation program. They're even developing a program for grief support. You know, I believe in in order for us as individuals to grow in our faith and for us as a parish to grow, it's important for us to use good resources to feed our minds and hearts, to help us to grow in our knowledge of the faith and our love for the Lord. In his own research, Matthew Kelly discovered that he found that there are four particular habits that would help individual Catholics to grow to be more fervent in their faith and thereby help parishes as a whole. And he he wrote about this in his book, The Four Signs of a Dynamic Catholic. 
We need to have habits in our lives to help us to grow in our faith and to deepen our relationship with the Lord. A parish is made more dynamic and more vibrant when individuals grow in their faith and their love for God. A parish grows vibrant and grows with the light of Christ, the fire of God's love, as individuals are set on fire with God's love. Parishes are transformed one person at a time. And what are these habits that Matthew Kelly found in his research? They're habits that I talk about all the time. Father Ray, Deacon Fran talk about them all the time. Daily prayer, studying the faith, generosity, giving of our time, talent, and treasure to our parish, and evangelization, reaching out to others to spread the gospel. And over the next five years, we're going to be focusing on deepening these habits as individuals so that we can deepen these habits collectively as a parish family. This first year, however, is the year of invitation. Year of invitation. It's all about you and I opening our hearts to receive and to accept the invitation to grow in our friendship with the Lord and, and, and our Catholic faith, but also to invite others. We all know people who have drifted away from the church. We all know Catholics who should be coming to Mass who aren't coming to Mass, who aren't growing in their relationship with the Lord. This year is about you and I responding to the Lord's invitation to deepen our faith and our relationship with him, but it's also about inviting others to do the same. That's why I'm asking you to be that candle, to be that light, that fire of God's love, that warmth of God's mercy. Last year, we participated in the diocesan capital campaign, and as I said many times, I was totally blown away, totally amazed by your generosity and your generous response. Our parish was one of the leading parishes in the diocese as far as percentage over goal. We were one of the top parishes. That's a great testimony to you, to your fidelity, to your generosity. But I'm asking something from you now that is much more important than money. I need your help to make our parish even more vibrant than it is, even more dynamic than it is now. I need your help. Father Ray, Deacon Fran, we need your help. We as clergy can't do it on our own. You, this is your parish. And it will only happen if you as an individual are open to growing in your love for the Lord, in your relationship with him, in your knowledge of our beautiful Catholic faith. I need your help. I'm asking you to have open hearts so that you can grow in your love for the Lord. I'm asking you to have open minds to learn more about our Catholic faith as we read and study. And I'm asking you to have open arms, to welcome those particularly who are disconnected from the church and to share the Lord's love with those people. Open hearts, open minds, open arms.
You know, if you and I keep these dispositions alive in our own lives, the Holy Spirit can and will do amazing things, not only in our personal lives, but collectively in our parish. So practically speaking, what, what's next? Well, I, I mentioned last weekend that next weekend, we are actually going to be doing a, a brief anonymous survey after the homily. It's important that we do this, and we're going to do it annually, because it's really going to gauge how we are growing as individuals and collectively as a parish over the next five years. I'm asking you, if, you're, if possible, to please do it on your phone next week, your smartphone or tablet. That would be the, the, the ideal preference, is for you to do the survey as I walk you through it on your phone next weekend. However, if you don't have a smartphone or a tablet, there will be a paper survey option available. Again, it's anonymous. It will take about five minutes. And these are questions helping us to reflect on where we are spiritually as individuals and as a parish. I mentioned this weekend in the bulletin about March 19th at 7 p.m. We're going to have what's called a dream event. That's going to be sponsored and put on by Dynamic Catholic. It's an evening where you and I can dream not only about our own lives as disciples of the Lord, but, but really to put forth our dreams for our parish. Who do we want to become Who do we want to grow into? How do we want to become holier and more on fire with the Lord? I would love to have a full church that night. So I really want to have you put that on your calendar. I'll be sending out a link soon with the Best Lent Ever uh, link where you can sign up to receive daily uh, video messages during Lent to help you to grow, help you to keep focused during Lent. I know I sent out a link with the video yesterday. I, I, I know it didn't work a couple times. Hopefully you were able to... To, to look at the video. If not, I'll, I'll send out another link this week for those who weren't able to, to, to see it. And if you didn't receive a booklet when you came in today, uh, please take it home. There are some at the uh, exit to the church when you leave. Don't leave these in your pew. It takes about five minutes to read through. So please take this home with you. It explains, again, a little more deeply about what this program's all about. I know that programs are not the answer, but they can be helpful. And they can be as helpful as you and I are. They will be helpful only to the extent that you and I open our hearts to really receiving the grace of God, to really give ourselves to growing in our relationship with him and in our knowledge of the faith. So I'm asking you, please pray for our parish. Pray that we will continue to grow. Pray that we will continue to grow in our love for the Lord, our fidelity to him and to the Catholic faith, that we will grow in our knowledge of the beauty of our faith and that we will be able to share that with others, especially those who most need the Lord in their lives today.